This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. idea was it for us to come up to the snow it's beautiful here you have to admit this it's beautiful but jamaica's beautiful and warm <laughs> that makes perfect sense to me when four married couples head to the mountains every single year we take a seven-day vacation who is this i'm trina where is sheila oh i made her drive we flew you did what mike are you hearing what you're saying right now <laughs> secrets will be revealed oh whoa, whoa, whoa. how you gonna admire him when you got your situation Oh, 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 situation. Trust will be tested. I'm not the only married person with a secret at this table. Check me. And hearts will be broken. Diane, when you get married, you give up the eyes for us, okay? And before all is said and done. You belong in the kitchen. And you belong on a corner. Need a pen? Why is your wife so evil? <laughs> the secret to a good marriage just might be discovered. I need you and I love you. Just come home. Lionsgate and Tyler Perry invite you to the movie event of the year. Lord, I don't know what this is all about, but I am going up this mountain to save my marriage. Learn to love. I'll be there for you. Love. I like the argument because making up is insane. Now drink to that. And cherish all over again. Love. Love, 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 love. Denise Boutte, Richard T. Jones, Sharon Leal, Lamont Rucker, Jill Scott, Tasha Smith, Michael Jai White, Malik Yoba, Janet Jackson, and Tyler Perry. I think we did all right. In Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married? Because at some point, everyone asks, Why did I get married? Written and directed by Tyler Perry. forget how to start them. <laughs> I just was talking over you and I loved it. Um, wow. We're really, we've nailed this. We're so many episodes we're in. Thriving. We have a rhythm. 
We figured out Zoom. Well, you guys, this is Newcomers. Uh, this is our fourth episode of our third season. We're working our way through Tyler Perry's body of work for the first time with the help of Perry scholars, super fans, and sometimes people who've contributed. Uh, this season is only going to be 10 episodes because 20 was trying to kill us. But you know, uh, people want more of this. Already. I mean, Maybe we will do more. That I clip I sent you yesterday from, I think it's the oh my Oval God. Office. <laughs> you sent me the, this clip. Yeah, I don't know what show it was. I, I'm pretty sure it's Oval Office, which is Tyler Perry's uh, White House uh, drama. I didn't even realize this was happening. This clip is the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life. I hesitate to even retweet it because it's vile. It's yes. literally a young man masturbating in front of a woman. And yes. then he's like, she she acts like it's fine, even though she's like a businesswoman and he's mm-hmm. like some disturbed teen or something. Yeah, he's like, I need you here. And then he, she's like, I have to leave if you're going to do that. And then he ejaculates. And, and then th- he throws, throws it, it at, her. at her. And then wipes it in his notebook with his palm. Like, yeah, it was it the was sickest thing I've ever seen. Nuts. And out of like even in context, I'm like, what could this possibly be about? And why did why was it happening? And why was she like, I'll sit here. That doesn't bother me. I was like, it should. Like he's like he's like, do you does it? Do you hate this? And she's like, it, I I don't mind. I wish you wouldn't do it. And I'm like, yeah. She was very calm the whole time, and I would have been screaming. You can't throw cum at me. That's the rudest thing. He had a pillow on his lap, and I knew it was going sideways. I yeah, mean, it's just it's yeah. good. <laughs> It's, it was really sick. But that's all that being said, these everything Tyler Perry does goes away. You don't expect. I mean, I, I, I think constantly I never would have even thought he would go into that territory. Me and then, either. You know, because you can't limit him. But then I'm like, is he going to go to church later? And then the pastor's like, <laughs> you can't throw calm at the people. Like, wh- <laughs> yeah, I do think that like, oh, you mean the character? Yes. I was going to say Tyler Perry going to church because I think somebody was like, Tyler Perry's going to hell with this. Yes, clip. That, like- <laughs> that's what the clip was titled. Like reason 5000 as to why Tyler Perry is not going to see heaven, uh, which is just f- so funny. I just love it. But it's he also is like, yeah, his stuff is so, so moral at the end. That it's mm-hmm. like, I think ultimately he'll be fine. Um, (laughs) today we're discussing the Tyler Perry marriage dramedy, Why Did I Get Married, which came out in 2007, and we're going to be revisiting more movies and TV shows in the weeks to come. Maybe we'll get to some Oval Office stuff. I don't know. Um, if you want to watch this movie, you can get it on DVD or a small fee on Amazon, Apple TV, and Vudu. So obviously we're going to spoil the film. So if you want to watch it, watch it. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm so excited because we have two of my favorite people on today, Lauren Ashley Smith and Mariah Smith. Now, Lauren is a comedian, producer, and the head writer of HBO's A Black Lady Sketch Show, which returns for a second season later this month. I'm so excited. Me and too. And Mariah is a comedian, writer, producer, and host of the podcast Spectacle, an unscripted history of reality TV, which I highly recommend. I and love I every I episode. I was on an episode with Marcy. You were, and it was so but great. I think I definitely was. <laughs> I think Ooh. I was. Ooh, she's crushing you have a it lot today. going on, Nicole. Okay, and together with their sister Rachel, Lauren and Mariah also host the popular show Smith Sisters Live on Sirius XM's Radio Andy, which is so good. They cover everything pop culture that you need to know. It really will keep you in the know. Welcome, Lauren and Mariah. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh my God. I'm so excited you're here. I have to say again, Mariah, I've told you like a hundred times, but I love spectacle so much. It's so good. 
Thank you so much. It's uh, it's a journey, and it's so fun. It's so. <laughs> what good. do you mean by journey? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a journey, and it's so fun. <laughs> That made it sound like I absolutely hated it. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I, I love it. It's TV a journey fan. through reality TV. Yeah. It's a journey yeah. through okay. reality TV. That's the journey. Each episode kind of breaks down um, a show that was pivotal for reality TV and explains like how we got to where we are now. And it's Ooh. it's very informative and fun. And um, I just really enjoyed it. Um, the season's done now. Oh, no, you have one more episode, I think, coming out, right? Yes, one more. What's your favorite reality show? Vanderpump Rules. Oh, okay. okay I don't watch that. Yes. I don't watch it's that so either. Good. It's, it has such rich personal histories between the cast members <laughs> that it makes it no matter where they, whatever wealth or status they reach, they'll always be 20-somethings at heart who hate one another. It's great. Yeah, and it's like a turning point in reality TV, the early episodes, the early seasons, because they're hot like reality stars are now, but they don't understand the implication of doing all this on television. So it's like a beautiful (laughs) time capsule. It's a great show. Oh, that's interesting. Is everyone caught up on Housewives? Jen Shaw? She's probably going to jail. Going to jail in her box braids. At least she has protective style. Wait, she has box braids right now? Yes. Yes. Her Instagram story, the last Instagram story she posted before the news broke was her modeling her new box braids. I personally want to find out where she is being held and put a scarf on her book so that her braids do not get fuzzy while she is um, in captivity. And so someone can let me know where she is. I would be happy to contribute. Oh, my well, God. I just saw that her chalet is also part of the scam. What? Oh, how? I just saw how a headline. Can, how, how? I just saw a headline. I didn't get to read it, but I just saw it right before we started. That she, I mean, I apparently, I mean, it's all got to be fake. So the, yes. just to catch people up, this is from Salt Lake City Real Housewives. And Jen Shaw is like this extremely wealthy. Who can't sw- explain her companies at You all. never understand how she's so rich. And I mean, it's very confusing. Turns out she's been running like a full on telemarketing scam where like if they call people and say like you owe us money, like call us I back. I heard a, a, a voicemail. I think Casey Wilson reposted it an alleged voicemail of Jen calling someone saying <gasps> you owe us. It sounds like a telemarketer. And she's like, your ID number 27770 <gasps> owes us. Da, 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 da. It's wild. Wild. And she had like she, they've been doing it for nine years <gasps> for. Uh, yes. Like it's a full on scam for very wow. involved. Wow. And so she, and all her money is fake. So it's like, I mean, or, you know, gotten through and this. The crazy yes. part is that for a housewife, Jen is one of the ones that is the most like, I'm this rich. Like she, all yes. of her yep. sins revolve around spending money and how rich yes. she is. And, and she's like, assistance. Yes, yes, exactly. And it's like, one of her assistants also was arrested. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you're, if you know you're making this money through a scam, maybe don't go on a shopping spree every episode with your scam. Completely. Money. I agree. I or don't be on agree. a show. Like, right. I would yes, say under the show. radar. Yeah. That's the craziest <laughs> part. Like, when people do bad things and then go on a reality show thinking that, like, people aren't going to dig up this shit. No, it's so insane. It's so insane. Okay, well, we got to talk about Tyler Perry. This is why we're here. I mean, we can talk about Jen Shaw all day long, and I'd really be happy to. But, um, okay, so I know Lauren is more familiar with Tyler Perry than Mariah. Is that true? Yeah, I have the honor of having 
um, sat in the audience of at least two Tyler Perry stage plays. And they're wow. not called plays or musicals. They're called a stage play. My aunt took me when we were children. So I saw live Tyler Perry plays. And was and, Medea in them? Um, Medea was not in those, I don't really? think. Really? They were, they were side uh, adjacent, Medea adjacent. Oh. Um but yeah, and Why Did I Get Married, I think was the first Tyler Perry movie I actually went to see in theaters. And that was like my entry point. Wow. What was it like to watch this in the theater? Because we'll get to this dinner scene. Oh my, oh yes. my God. During watching in the theater, what were people's reactions People to that screaming. scene? People I mean, this is screaming. Like, screaming yeah. like it was a Marvel movie. <laughs> when she, when Tasha Smith goes, boom, people went, that boom gets you where it hurts. I love oh, it. Yes. Boy. Uh, I think I have to, the next one that comes out. I have to go Wait, see it. In the no, I, I have, have to be to. there. I can't, I can't keep doing this by myself. I'm, I'm screaming I, on my couch. I'm Lauren. Like, so was I. <laughs> I just, I was going, what? No. Oh, ah. And then when she smashed with the bottle again, we'll get more into it. Oh she my smashed God. with the bottle. Yeah. I went, no one's going to get up. Not one <laughs> no one reacted at all. And at then they, someone said, I hope he's dead. And yes. then he laid there and they all just were like, anyway. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> this is the best movie I've ever seen. My God, <sighs> it's so funny. And so, Mariah, what's your um, level of knowledge with Tyler Perry? See, here's the thing. Growing up, as we did with family members who went to see Tyler Perry's stage plays, he was always in the in the realm of my being. But what Lauren failed to mention is I was so mad that I couldn't go to a Tyler Perry stage play. I was like nine years old. I put juice in a wine glass and to spite my family, I bit the wine glass and swallowed the glass and had to go to the hospital. What is wrong with you? I was so traumatized that I couldn't go see the stage play. I made my own drama. Wait, you have to walk I us? love that Lauren's just nodding yes. her head at that wild story. <laughs> we, in fact, left at intermission to go to the ER because we, like, got, like, a a page or a text. You are so annoying, Mariah. You had to take, <laughs> the, you had to take away Lauren's good time. Yeah. So, please walk me through the logic of, I, I put, because I don't know where we, how we got to you biting the glass. Yeah. You put I was juice in juice. <laughs> And I was so furious that they left me at home. I said, I'm going to show them. And I bit the glass and I didn't realize I would swallow the glass. I thought I was just damaging something in the home. You're like a dog eating an ornament. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) The child was acting out. And I ended up in the hospital. Were you okay? I ended up being okay, yes. Did you have, like, internal cuts? <laughs> yeah, they retrieved the glass. Um, and I... And How'd they get it wait, out? how? They took... I th- it was, like, endoscopic. Lap- endoscopic. Yeah. Cam- like, had to take a camera and, like, take it out of me oh, through my no. mouth. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, when well, I left intermission and I came to the hospital and that little child was sitting there in a hospital gown, <laughs> sitting in that little pediatric size hospital bed, I said, I know this bitch did not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my relationship to Tyler Perry. Okay, so. Wait, Lauren, how old were you? So you, Mariah, like, you were nine. Lauren, you were. 11? <laughs> Maybe oh, come no, on now, no, Lauren. you that, no, that ruins Mariah's timeline. <laughs> you were not nine. I think I was, I was like eleven, and you were like four, six. Yeah, something around there. Because I wasn't older than yeah. twelve. 
Yeah, That's I just so had to get funny. that straight because Mariah likes to say that she's 21. Correct. Okay, <laughs> calm down now. <laughs> calm down. Let's not get on the age unless you want me to start uh, shooting shots, okay? <laughs> I love that you like to say that you're 21. I like to say that I'm 47 because then people are like, that. oh my God, you look so good. And I'm like, yeah. I know. <laughs> That's a good one. I got I to gotta change that. Yeah, and then you switched and go that way right. and everyone thinks you look amazing. Yeah, that's good. Uh, should we jump into our news media? Yeah. News media? And we have to explain it every time. <laughs> Tyler Perry sets a jazz man, jazz man? Jazz man blues. What does that oh. mean? A jazz man's blues. Oh, that's the name of the movie. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So Tyler Perry sets a jazz man's blues as next film at Netflix. Perry originally penned the film 26 years ago. 26 it's, years ago. That's a long ass time. He's been working for so long. It's the first screenplay he ever wrote. I wonder Uh-oh. if there's been edits. Uh-oh. And he's been trying to make it for over two decades. Why is he Uh-oh. trying? Can't he do anything he wants? Maybe, maybe this is like a big budget. Maybe this is like a, okay. a grand to do. Oh, it so, is. Look, it takes place over 50 years. Yes, yeah, set from 19, <laughs> 1937 to 1987. The story follows an investigation into an un- unsolved murder, unveiling a story full of forbidden love, deceit, and a secret that's been held for 40 years. The film will shoot primarily at Tyler Perry Studios. It'll be released on Netflix later this year. Wow. Okay. I mean... That's amazing. I do feel like it's it is interesting that he had to sit on this for this long, considering yeah. he has a show where a child masturbates in front of some lady in the Oval <laughs> Office. Oh my god! It's oh like I, I don't know. Let's make it all. I mean, it's all happening. But he is prolific. I mean, this yeah. makes you wonder. Like, he must have a room or you know a floppy disk full of five billion <laughs> <laughs> scripts 100%. that just are just waiting. Well, here's the thing. I don't think he does because I remember he was on a late night show and he said that he it takes him like two or three days to write a script. And I'm like, that's problematic to me. It goes to show (laughs) what you're putting in. So I think that he just when the idea comes, he it pops in his head. He puts it on paper and he'll make the movie within like a couple of months. Like what's this movie set over a span of 50 years will be out later this year. (laughs) 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 I mean, yeah, that's wild. I wonder when they're going to start shooting. Well, that's the thing because now we, we did cover that he has a whole quarantine Uh like setup where he's like a cranking out. Yes. He's cranking out content and so, I mean, I can imagine that he just is like, you know, using one of his army bases because somebody tweeted us that that is an army base, like the, the place that he bought. Yes, it's an old Jesus army base. Christ. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that because we were like wondering because it looked like uh-huh. all those army like barracks. Yeah. Um, we didn't understand why he built it like that, but he didn't. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I wonder if eventually Tyler Perry will like incorporate his studio into becoming a town and then he'll be like mayor of Perryville. Yes. That, that I don't give him any ideas now. <laughs> and then don't take that back. I think that it's, it seems so close to happening. He could do a sitcom called The Mayor and it'll be just like <laughs> the one with Ted Danson yeah. except Tyler Perry and it's real. I have to say, and I texted you this, Nicole, but I was when I was watching this yesterday, this movie, I started like I felt like a burst of joy and like laughter when he came on screen. Like mm-hmm. there was something about like 
Yeah. Now that we're watching all these movies and seeing how he casts himself mm-hmm. and there's a, a range, but like a lot of times he's just playing like a, a handsome husband. Yes. And there's something about wow. it that like makes me like giggle. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know. He's like a pediatrician in this one. Uh-huh. And then he also, I also was like cackling after, um, I guess it was when he got hit with the, look, I got hit with the wine glass or bottle. Uh-huh. And then Tyler's like, I'll get my doctor bag. And I was like, why did you bring your pediatrician doctor bag with you to this this all adult trip? (laughs) He also said something that killed me. So there was a cop at dinner because, um, Oh yeah. Sheila brings the cop with her (laughs) and they start fighting. And he's like, maybe I should go. And Tyler Perry goes, no, we gonna need some law enforcement. And I was like, way to like foreshadow what's gonna happen. But then it, nothing in my wildest dreams no. could prepare me no. for what was gonna happen. Oh my God, that line is iconic. We're gonna need law enforcement. Every single person having an insane secret was my favorite thing. I was oh like, my God. this is what everything should be like. I want everything to be this fun. I feel like there's an iconic dinner scene in the most recent season of Succession that now watching Why Did I Get Married back, I was like, that scene in Why Did I Get Married walked so Succession could run. (laughs) And that is beautiful. It's true. Not enough things get like wild like that where it's like, oh, you think it's weird that I'm cheating on my wife? Well, how about the fact that you and then she's like, like, then he goes, you have VD. And then he's like, the woman's like, you have VD? Who'd you get it from? Whatever. And then he's like, yeah. And she's like, no, yeah. you got it from Walter or whatever. And he's like, I'm not gay. I'm not and she's gay. like, I slept with Walter. And then it's like, wait, what? Like, it was just like, <laughs> and then so when he things. leaps to choke her and is like, you're evil. <laughs> when he chokes her. When he chokes her. And when he chokes her out. <sighs> well, we've been talking about this because he has this way Tyler Perry has this way of like making characters so mean that you're like I don't care what happens to them like especially in like uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman when like the guy is like so evil that you're like you know whatever he's just a horrible person he might as well rot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in this movie like there's a couple characters who are just so harsh that but 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 you still he doesn't go as far in this one you still are supposed to like them are you like, serious? Well, except for Mike. Mike, yeah, Mike goes is, pretty far. But, but Mike, Mike is horrible. He's horrible, but he's still in the group. Like at the end he of the is. movie, he's like, he's like talking he to her and she's still, still kind of like, I don't care about you and you're a bad person. But like he like even touched her arm at the end. Like, I don't know if you saw it. I think it was kind yeah. of like not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But they're like milling about and to like start dancing. And then he like touches her, her arm like the woman that he was married to. who He was so mean to, which was if you go back to that first scene, I didn't My even God. understand that they were married because I was like, why is he so saying this? Mean to her. He's on oh the plane God. with another woman sitting behind his wife. His wife gets kicked off the plane for being overweight. And he is like, just go, just drive. I'm like, why do you <laughs> hate her? Here's gas and then and then he called her a fat ass and she could definitely hear it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And then the other woman was like, stop or whatever. And I'm like, who is <laughs> and this? And then when What's she was like, happening? the other woman's like, I'll get off the plane. He's like, no. And then no. I'm uncomfortable. And this white lady, I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh jeez. And I care like, more about how, this white lady than your wife. <laughs> how could the wife not know he's cheating with that other woman I that he's know. sitting with at that point? I'm like, I She's, know. They're acting like a couple and they hate you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not going well. <laughs> yeah. I like had I took issue with that because like that was crazy yeah. as a fat lady. I was like, we're not all that sad and fat. Some no, are happy it was fats. really it was really it like was, over the top, like 
Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. cartoonish. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that they had to have, I was looking it up, Jill Scott was in a fat suit. Yes. And she mm-hmm. said she gained 30 pounds for the role additionally because she said if her head didn't match the fat suit, it wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Which I was that's just like, what would make it not make sense. That's yeah. what that's <laughs> where the wheels would fall off. Yeah. Like, got it. And so I'm just like, this is such a horrible portrayal. And then the scene when she comes in in the lingerie and he uh, is as the scene so fades mean. and he's still laughing. And he's still at laughing. Her. It's heartbreaking. Oh my god. But that was it's, one of those oh things god. where I was like, are we gonna get a point where he gets like, you know, thrown over a cliff or something? Because I feel like. <laughs> In the other movies, when someone's being that evil, mm-hmm. they have some sort of moment where it's like they're being punished. No, but it felt only, like he got to still have that lady. And, the yeah. only way he was punished was he married Trina. She doesn't cook. She doesn't clean. And she doesn't do his laundry. And he's like, what do I do? Yeah, like that's, like, that's fine. the only way. I really fucked up. That's so then, stupid. Ugh. Also, Tasha Smith. I have not seen her oh. in anything. Really, She's other a than, national treasure. She's really She's good. She's beautiful. And she she's has a twin. Such, they are, oh, she's an identical her. twin. Yeah. Wow. Oh, she does. Yeah. Is her twin also an actress? Her sister is named Sidra Smith. She's a model. She has, uh, I think the last I saw her, she has a shaved she's head and is yeah. stunning. Oh. Like, they're so, and Tasha Smith also runs an acting program. Like, she is just truly iconic, incredible. Well, she's, I, so she's so good. funny. Yeah. She, she ran has away the range. With the movie. Yes, she did. I want to yeah. see her do something more nuanced where she gets to yes. like really play with levels as opposed to extremes mm-hmm. because she is so funny and then yeah. so like vicious. Yes. And then, like I just really, I've in, I've, and then she's in a ton of Tyler Perry stuff. I've really enjoyed her. Speaking of Tasha, cause there was one thing that struck me when I first saw the movie. And then when I rewatched it again, is that Tasha Smith is supposed to be, she's like a hair guru basically. Mm-hmm. And in the scene where her husband doesn't want to have sex with her because he has VD, as they say later, (laughs) and she just lays her head on the cotton pillow without a scarf, (laughs) as do all the other women in the movie. All of the women. That, I wanted to put my foot through the television because I was like, this is completely unrealistic. Uh There is no way that this woman who has a hair empire is laying that her beautiful blowout and or expensive extensions Mm -hmm. on a cotton quilt. Mm-hmm. So how do you think they get away with that? I mean, because don't you think someone would say like, oh, why would I lay down like this? Honestly, I think they are making these movies so quickly that it's like if you ask <laughs> yes. a question, you lose half a day. And they're Correct. like, we don't yes. know. We got to keep going. <laughs> I like that theory. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was so hilarious, though. And I wondered if she was improvising sometimes because she had some lines that were so great. And like even that, there was that point where like, I can't remember what they were talking about, but they were like we should be nice and not be judgmental. And she was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) She said something that I was like, this was improvised. She was like, suck my butt or something. I don't remember. Yeah. She had some lines that were so. That wasn't, that couldn't have been scripted. Yeah. In one scene, she says, okay, America's top next something to the woman in her chair. And yes. she flipped next top. And I was like, that was an improvised yeah. line. That's exactly uh-huh. the same thing. Flipped the I was words like, around. If we could have gone back and done it again. <laughs> but there's but no time. But no, you can't. Nope. One no take. time. One take. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should take a break and come back and get really deep into the plot of this movie. <laughs> Remember in 
2018, when border control separated thousands of refugee kids from their parents and deported the parents back to their home countries while keeping the kids in the United States. Well, believe it or not, six years later, there are hundreds of families who still have not been reunified. Although we as a community may feel hopeless at times, I recently learned about an organization called Al Otrolado, which works to reunify families. They provide holistic, legal, and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the U.S. and Tijuana through a multidisciplinary, client-centered, harm-reduction-based practice. Since 2018, they've reunified over 100 refugee families ripped apart by Trump's zero-tolerance policy. Once reunited, Al Otrolado helps each family to find legal representation, housing, and counseling that they need in order to heal and get on their feet. Imagine having your child ripped from your arms and never knowing when you'd see them again. We can't let family separations go on. If you're like me and believe that families belong together, join me in supporting Al Otrolado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otrolado in the description of this episode or or go to gum.fm slash charity to donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. Altrolado.org slash volunteer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. My social battery right now, where would I put it? Ooh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking to connect with friends. I'm also looking to retreat a little bit and be by myself. It's hard to know exactly what you need at any given time. And it can be so easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up so much. After the winter, the spring is here. Well, what's the right amount of socializing for you and how do you recharge? Maybe you thrive around people. Maybe you need more alone time. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. I started therapy when I was about 30, and it was so, so helpful for me for learning about myself, learning about boundaries, learning about my relationships with other people, and how to deal with other people. There's so many things you can benefit from therapy. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com newcomers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot newcomers. Do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. And And we're we're back. back. Ooh, we did it at the same time. How cute. Okay, let's read this plot a bit and we will just walk through this movie because there is so much that happens. So much. Even just the beginning, I don't even know if it's covered right here, but so, okay, eight married college friends travel to Colorado for their annual week-long reunion. Yeah. So we need to set up how that happens because Janet Jackson... (laughs) Janet Jackson is a narrator who's not narrating. She is some sort of professor of love and has written a book about her friends. Her students are asking her intimate questions about her friends. But then she's like, I don't talk about those things. And it's yes. like, you wrote a whole book about it, man. With their names. Yes, their actual names. And intimate problems. <laughs> and oh we, my get God. A, we get a, a bit of a glimpse that she has some sort of um, tragic thing that's happened yes. in her marriage uh-huh. that is not to be talked about. And sorry for your loss, we hear, but how is your marriage? And then her mm-hmm. husband shows up and he's like, time to go. And then she's like, that's how my marriage is. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that was okay. so wild. How is your marriage? Well, he's right there. You can ask him. And then he's what? like, we have to go. <laughs> and then she's like, see? I was like, that, that wasn't a good example, ma'am. <laughs> um, okay, so... They're joined by Trina, a single woman who's friends with Sheila, one of the married women. Now that that that's the woman who is having, we find out later, is having an affair with Mike. Mike, Mike. yes, Mike. And it's so obvious. It's very, very obvious. So Diane and Terry drive and argue most of the way because Diane refuses to stop working. This fight is nuts. I. I so that's like, Tyler he, Perry. He made he named himself Terry just because he wanted to mush it together. Yeah, Tyler Perry, Terry. Yeah, <laughs> Terry. He he was like, I can't remember another name. Just call me Terry. Uh, but he was just like fighting with her in a way that like was so vicious. And he's like, was did he talk about sex then or is that later when he's like, we don't have sex. I that want children. Later. Oh, okay. It was later. So Angela yeah. and Marcus argue throughout their train ride, and this is funny. Oh, that's oh, funny. Man. Tasha Smith, she is just, oh, wait. 
what is she? I can't remember what the two gay men behind her say that made me laugh so oh my God, hard. It's about their dog, Fifi. Oh, their She's dog, trying Fifi. to take a nap. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, her husband's like, oh, don't mind her. She's drunk. And then they're like, probably a 40. <laughs> they're like, yes, I'm a that was insane. Evil white people. Cartoonishly I, you know racist. Yes. It sucked because I was like, the only way I'll get in this one of these movies is if I'm like a fucking racist bitch <laughs> yeah. in the movie who's like, kick this person off the plane. What are you drinking a 40? Like, it's like, you can't. Like, there's, there's no role where I could really shine. And uh, I don't know about this. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> so Sheila might travel separately after Sheila deplanes because of a two-seat requirement. Also, when she walks off the plane and her hips are hitting the seats, I was oh like, god. "Oh boy!" She drives oh no. in the snow with no GPS while Mike continues on the flight and flirts with Trina. The fourth couple, Patricia and Gavin, arrive by limo after Gavin picks up Patricia at a lecture she is giving. Patricia is the author of a book called "Why Did I Get Married." Also, I just want to say that anytime I I see a scene on a plane, it's usually the plane looks like it has so much more space than any plane actually uh-huh. does. Like you're mm-hmm. like, how did, no, no one has this much room? They made that plane so tiny uh-huh. to really make this point. And it's so, <laughs> yes. it is a truly vicious scene and it's totally insane. The, the man who's sitting next to her, like, is just like upset for one millisecond that like, I will she's tell a little you bit touching though. him. As a fat lady, you do not wiggle around. She like sat no. down and like was like, I'm making space for me. No, you no. pop down and you don't and you, move. You get really yeah. tiny. So <laughs> you don't she have to buy the second seat. got into the middle seat without him getting up. And I'm like, no yes. one in the right, right. mind See, gets the dimensions into the middle seat don't of a plane sense. without the aisle member getting up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that would probably would have helped that more, I think, if he had to get up. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's it was a very mean scene, and everyone was really ridiculous, and it was just like yeah. I, this is absurd. So let's see. Diane falls asleep not long after arriving. Her secretary calls while she's asleep, and Terry tells her not to call during their vacation, which is wild. You can't it's do like that. She has a such job. a boundary cross, and he was so rude on the phone mm-hmm. to Monica. Mm-hmm. He said, "Uh huh, I know, but this is me telling you." Click. Uh huh. Yeah. Said, no. <laughs> yes. The no. way men assert their authority in this movie, even in the small things like when they get the keys to the house, and the sheriff purposely hands the keys to Tyler Perry and not <laughs> the wife. It's like yeah. always about what the man says and what the man, even the women make their plates in the breakfast scene Ugh. it's just too much i also felt like the the sheriff made a big point about how it was going to storm and they were going to be like trapped or something mm-hmm. and then that really wasn't <laughs> yeah. a it problem wasn't at all any like, part of the story it was nothing all. they went Even shopping Sheila getting <laughs> to yes yes okay um okay so patricia gavin angela and marcus all arrive subsequently still fighting with one another and when mike arrives without sheila diane patricia and angela berate him and trina they try to reach sheila but get her voicemail i gotta say nobody makes a big enough a deal about this man showing up without his wife and with another woman i'd be like you can't come in the house until you fully explain why your wife is traveling separately and who is she who is she and that you made her get off the plane and he's shocked when people ask about her Yes, yeah. he's shocked. He's like, oh, this Trina. There was yeah. an extra room. <laughs> so Sheila runs into bad weather and is helped by Troy, the local sheriff who works alone. She spends the night at his office. With Sheila absent, Mike sneaks into Trina's room in the middle of the night like a cartoon. The yeah, next day, so <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Doo-doo. yeah, <laughs> Sheila arrives with Troy. Everyone eats breakfast together and Troy stays. 
Um, Later, the men gather to discuss the 80-20 rule, which states that men get 80% of what they need from marriage, yet they tend to go after the 20% that someone outside can provide, although it's almost never true. During a heated argument with Angela, Mike reveals several secrets the couples have been hiding. So so this is the big scene. I mean, Mm -hmm. and we're talking an hour 30 in at this point. (laughs) So much has happened. Mm -hmm. Mike contracted an STD after he cheated on Angela. Diane had a hysterectomy after her daughter was, no, they said it was, had her tubes tied. I don't think it should be. Tubes tied. Yeah. Um, Was born and kept it a secret from Terry and Gavin blamed Patricia for not protecting their young son in a car accident that killed him a year prior, which is like devastating and and so over the top. Yeah. And Mike cheated on Sheila with Trina, which obviously is the least of it at that point. Yes. Um, But it, it sets off the craziest stuff. I mean, that, that scene is, Truly iconic. I feel like I loved it. It's so amazing. It starts out. And I was thinking how fun it must have been to make like to shoot that scene. Because Mm -hmm. there's like these reveals happening and like people getting crazier and crazier to the Mm -hmm. point. And I know at some point I'm going to hit him with a wine bottle. (laughs) 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 That's exciting. (laughs) It's just so it's so um, even the way that they sat. Uh, Richard T. Jones and Tasha Smith at like diagonal corners of the table because they were the two yeah. kind of driving the conversation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it really blows my mind that um, Mike thought that like, okay, well, I've been outed as a cheater on this trip at which I brought my mistress is <laughs> a secret on the level of your husband thinks you it's your fault that you killed your child. <laughs> like, that's I know. It's like an equivalent he- reveal. <laughs> He goes, he goes so hard against everyone else when it, cause he's so mad that it got uh-huh. revealed that he's cheating when, even though it's the most obvious thing ever. And you're like, you can't call out that they have problems because their son died. Like that's right. like, yeah. you are horrible. That's why yeah. I thought he was going to get like killed yeah. or something. I mean, truly that, and then, and then finding out about the accident and then Janet Jackson's like having her whole like meltdown because mm-hmm. she thinks she's a horrible person. Wait, what did Janet say? She was like, Mike, you gotta stop. It's getting too dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone's like one-liners in this scene <laughs> took me out. Like oh I had to pause it after she said that and I laughed for such a long time. <laughs> it took me so long to get through this movie. I couldn't stop laughing. Oh my god. Oh my so god. okay, after the revelations, Angela reveals that she's the one who gave Marcus the STD after she slept <laughs> with somebody else. And his reaction, we said it earlier, but we gotta repeat it. His eyes get so big <laughs> and he chokes her. He and then stands they pull up him. to choke her. Yes. He gets up like putting his hands out like here we go. <laughs> like it's fully it so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's pure comedy. It is. Also, before they get to the reveal, they're playing this jaunty music that yeah. makes you think it's going to be a nice, fun scene. And what a misdirect. What a misdirect. It's like, like it's like, it's truly so funny. Like, if you think about writing something, like, I'm just picturing Tyler Perry writing this, and I'm like, to let yourself just go, and then this happens, and then this happens, and this happens. <laughs> right. It's like, it's so yeah. crazy it's that it so seems like freeing. it must have been so fun to write. Like, and then and then she says this, and then they choke each other, and then they gotta pull each other off. It's like, this is good. I honestly, in my memory, when I watched it in theaters, I rewatched it the other day, and I was like, I remembered this as a straight-up mm-hmm. comedy. I had no, <laughs> no recollection 
version of it being that dramatic because in my memory, it made me laugh so much. And it, that is true, but it is not a comedy. No, no but it does make you laugh because it's, it's so shocking. It's like, there's so many things that you're like, I cannot believe they're doing that. Even mm-hmm. though it's like sad or like, you know, mean or whatever, it makes you laugh. Oh and I'm God. sure with like seeing it with an audience, it's like that also colors it because you're like, <sighs> oh, everyone was laughing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's a comedy. <laughs> so, okay. After the revelations, Angela reveals she's the one to give him the STD. Okay, yeah. So Mike tells Sheila he wants a divorce and she smashes a <laughs> wine bottle over his head. The couples decide they can't stay in the house any longer. Sheila checks into a local hotel. Troy visits her and takes her up to a mountain where she cries and mourns the loss of her love and the only life she knew. And Troy comforts her. When Mike gets hit with the bottle... He tr- like he sets his body up to be hit, but I had no idea it was coming. He's like he stands up and then sits back down, like not finishes dinner to like lean over to Sheila and be like, "You can have our vacation home. It's in a bad neighborhood. You're welcome." Yeah. And he then I'll put bars on the windows. Yes, it's a bad neighborhood, but you can have it, and you can and have your when he's car. Like, Hello, yeah. Hello. <laughs> and then snaps at her. Hello, I'm like you are. Evil. And then he said he wants the. Did he say he wants the kids or something? So like he was like, rude. I feel like that's what he said, but maybe that I misunderstood something. But I felt he was like, I want the boys. You can have that bad house. <laughs> <laughs> but then instead of like getting up, he just turns his body and waits to get yes. hit with a wine bottle. <laughs> He's like, ready. <laughs> also, the precision with which. Jill Scott, uh, Sheila, a lay person who is not a street fighter or uh, (laughs) any kind of martial arts in any way, picks up the bottle and from the side and in her blind spot, hits them across the head. I also just really wonder if a wine bottle would shatter that way. That's if you, what I think. Like, no. Oh my god! I think it would Absolutely hurt a lot not. and yeah. not shatter. It wouldn't. Like, I think that, so. <laughs> I don't even think it would hurt that much. I oh, think really? that it would be like. It would be like, eh, that was uncomfortable. And you don't then, think it would hurt? Like a thick wine bottle? I don't think bo- it would hurt that much. No, it would hurt. I think no. It, I think if it shattered, the wine like, bottle also looked empty. Mariah. So, yeah, if it was full, that's another I, story. I don't, yeah. I'm, I am here to say on record, someone can hit me with a wine bottle <laughs> on the back of my head and I will tell you if it hurts or not because I am convinced it's not that painful Girl. and it would not knock me out on the floor like it did that man. Well, that's the thing. He gets, he, he like basically dies. He falls, he gets hit with his, he gets hit with his sugar glass, which or whatever, and then he yeah. falls to the ground and he is gone. Like, he, like he's dead. And like, He's not dead, but he passes out and someone's like, I hope he's dead. And they do not react at all. Everyone sitting at the table acts like that happens every day Uh and like nothing matters. I just love that. And that's such a theme with Tyler Perry movies too, where it's like the craziest shit would go down and everyone's just like, Yep, anyway. that's our world. <laughs> but also I'm like, were there other retreats like this? I wouldn't right. keep coming. I mean, you have they well, don't you, do anything like a retreat. They had been there for two days and they did nothing to strengthen <laughs> anyone's marriage. Which is true because Janet Jackson sets up at the beginning of the movie that the reason they go on the trips is that they go as couples and they ask the question, why did I get married? And they try to make sure that they keep their relationship mm-hmm. strong. That well, does not come through at all. None of at that happened. breakfast, uh, Janet Jackson does say, don't press buttons. Don't make a mad. <laughs> and that seems to be her only thing. It's like, don't make men mad. But isn't that funny? She's like the expert and she's that's like her advice. It's like, <laughs> this doesn't seem healthy. Wait, they skip over the scene where the men are together. And th- that's when like the secrets oh. are first revealed before they're revealed to the women. 
And right. It was like such a like misogynist, mis- misogynist, mis- <laughs> it was men themed bad. It was bad men. Yeah. <laughs> and the man is, which one is accused of being gay? Cause he doesn't cheat on his wife. Uh, oh, that's Janet Jackson's um, husband. Yes, Janet that's Jackson's husband. So crazy. And I was like, that's such a leap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to mention Everyone they lost a so... child. Yeah. Like, no one yeah. Has, oh my God. The scene at the beginning when or when they first get to the cabin and the and Tyler Perry's talking to the man who lost a child. And he's oh like, like that guy says to Tyler Perry, like, why don't I thought you'd have a bunch of kids by now? And he's like, Hey, I don't know. I really want to. I'd love to have a couple of kids. And he's like, I thought you'd have four, but oops. <laughs> And I'm like, you're telling me that if that happened in real life, that wouldn't be the first thing on your mind about that person that they yeah. lost their child. Like, yes. you're just going to make a comment like that. And then like mid sentence, be like, I didn't Yeah. All of the men's interactions are so toxic. I can't handle it. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Where are we in this thing? Uh, this is okay. So the couples head back home. Patricia breaks down emotionally and Gavin agrees to reconcile. This scene is intense. It's Janet Jackson, like heaving and sobbing. And then she like palms his face and runs her hand down. And I was like, that's a choice. Marcus's ex-girlfriend and the father of his child, uh, Keisha shows up at Angela's salon. (laughs) This is funny. After they start fighting, Marcus finally stands up for both women. After he doesn't come home for days, Angela realizes she's wrecking her life with constant arguing. The scene with Janet Jackson and her husband, when this is them finally facing that they lost his child and he's yes. like look at the picture look at the yes. picture and she's like oh god no yeah. no no. uh do you want salmon or chicken or blah, blah. you know just she's totally like, can't uh-huh. look at and then she breaks down and i was like i was impressed by her acting i thought it was good and wow. i thought <laughs> i was oh, too sorry. but i will say the lady the thing is the janet jackson of it all jumped out in that scene yeah. because uh-huh. the lady had no idea how to cut the asparagus that's all i could focus on that's what i was watching i was going what i couldn't handle it i honestly thought i was crazy i was like i eat it wrong exactly was and I'm like, maybe crazy. you do cut the tip off little that's by little I so you know, know where to stop i, I was know. like she never like, cut asparagus in her, in life, her life in her she has, life so she was taking the stalks of asparagus and going Chopped up with the part you're supposed to get rid of. Yeah, and chopping, and chopping that into little bits. Wait, like she was going to eat. Supposed to get rid of the I don't, bottom. I, the bottom. Just part. the bottom. It's oh. really hard, so you're supposed to get rid yeah. of it. I see. But and I eat asparagus a lot, so I was also like, I think I maybe. I, oh, what if she's going to put it in something? I don't know. I was like, am I crazy? <laughs> I was so, so like, what? Focused on that. I was like, that is a Jackson. I was like, that's someone who's been famous since they were seven because she's <laughs> never cut vegetables before in her life. It was. I was so focused odd. on him pushing that photo on her while yes. she's holding that big old yes. knife. Yes, and it was, <laughs> was like, also like, thought, do you- oh, I thought I forgot a stabbing in the movie. I'm like, she's about to stab him. <laughs> but then when she was crying, I was like, what's she thinking about? You know, the actor. Like I was like, mm-hmm. she has a lot to pull from. <laughs> yes, that's yes. what I was thinking. I was Ooh. just thinking like she has so many big life experiences that we all know about that are horrible that you're like, okay, you got a lot of, you got a well to pull from to mm-hmm. add this scene. This is good. Um, I thought it was impressive, but you know, Nicole didn't. Okay. So <laughs> I, it was, it was a choice. 
I just the the palming of his face and running her hand down really. No, got no, me. no, no. That was yeah. weird. I mean, and I think I think it was very intense for the man to be pushing that photo in front of her. I'm like, yeah. Obviously. And he was crying by the end of the. He scene. was crying. Mm-hmm. He was good yeah. too. Yeah. And then she was saying like she thought it was her fault, and I'm like, how have you not had this conversation yet? Like this is weird. Like yeah. Well, maybe it's like they never went to therapy. It happened. She was too traumatized because she was like in the accident. So like he just was focused on getting her well. And then they just never talked about this dead baby. Oh, and then there was another thing that the that was called out where like they said he had said to somebody else that it was her. He came to their house crying Mm -hmm, and saying it it was her fault. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? And they told Janet that. I was like, that is so so mean. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Okay, so (laughs) Diane. Oh, now here we have this one. Diane and Terry fight over a paternity test he had done on their daughter. Oh, this is crazy too. Uh huh. This is crazy. So, okay, after Diane forgets Terry's birthday, he moves out. Patricia meets. (laughs) (laughs) That's the last straw. Mm -hmm. Patricia meets up with Diane and Angela, and they make a list of the good and bad things their husbands have done, hoping to reconcile their marriages. But okay, we got to talk about the paternity test. It's (laughs) nuts. So they're in the car and like basically they're leaving after having the big fight. This is when that happens. I think where mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, well, I had a paternity test done to, cause I just wasn't sure if our child was mine. And she's like, Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. And what did you find out? And he's like, <laughs> Oh, it's mine. And she was like, really? And then really? she like gets on the phone. Uh-huh. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> she puts her headphones in. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, oh, I see how it is. Uh, you can't hear me anymore. Like I, it was, <laughs> I'm like, you just dropped the biggest bomb. And and it seemed like she's trying to imply it's not his kid. So yes, it was just yeah. like, to like make him angry. That Which is marriage, so awful. They don't, they don't need to be they together. They don't like each other. No. When, when they get, when he's like, I'm moving out. I was like, good. You hate each other. Yes. There is nothing <laughs> oh. there. And when where, they were but fighting. Where it goes is crazy. When they were fighting before he moved out, he was like, you need to be quiet and do not wake up my daughter. They go upstairs. (laughs) He opens the door to make sure the kid is still sleeping, closes the door, and then continues to speak at the same volume. Oh, God. (laughs) And the baby, I'm sorry, looks like a corpse. The daughter Ah! laid in bed, just face up. (laughs) <laughs> in, in the sli- squarely center in the bed. It's uh-huh. wild. Yes. Oh, well, I, I love where their story goes. I don't know if we get to, we have to get into that once we get back down there. But okay, so what's next? Uh, Sheila settles into a new life in the mountains. She gets a job at a general oh, right. store. Troy's oh, father. Yeah. She's on the phone with all the women and they're like, where are you? And she's like, I got a job at a general store. And they're like, a general <laughs> store? Like, because it's not even a thing. Like, not you have to know she's in the mountains at that point. Yeah. It also, I was like, so Sheila's just starting a new life. She don't call nobody. Yeah. She's, what? <laughs> she has no obligations back home. Didn't what? She, it seemed like she didn't even get divorced. Like, she didn't deal with any yeah, of this stuff. Yeah, nothing. She just stayed yeah. there. Uh, she starts building a relationship with Troy. There's a scene where the camera oh, focuses God. on... The least sexiest parts of this man. Oh my like god! Like his shirt I line. I was wondering. To like his chin. His neck. Yes. What? I was like, I 
am married to a woman, so maybe I've just been out of the game and I don't know what is sexy about a man. But they were going to like his elbow, his yeah. His under, like they little under like his, his lip area where like a yeah. soul patch would be. Like, his what? neck, like like where his hair meets the neck or something. I was yeah. like, this isn't He's like, like what hot. Is like where, how about some muscles? Like what are yes, we doing? anything. And then she it, even like after they zoom in on all this stuff, then they do kind of a comical thing on Jill Scott where she's like, oh, like <laughs> she can't believe how hot it is. And then she's like, she's like, do you work out every day? And I'm like, you could tell that from his neck. Like, I, don't yes. know, like, I felt like... <laughs> But then after she's like, you work out every day. He's like, yeah, you can go on a walk, too. And she's like, me walk somewhere. No, better eat cheesecakes. I, I was like, what is happening, like, Jill? I can't run from here to the door. What? I know. And he's like, with some work, you could. It's And then later when uh, when it's like revealed that they're together or whatever. And uh, her Mike is like, did she get a gastric bypass? And he's like, no. She worked out, and Mike is like, Wah! "I know it's so, it's so rude." Well, and so then <laughs> we we have to talk about how when Tyler Perry and his wife get back together. So he's like at he's in his new house, which is like amazing, and he has this he has the woman that sh- the wife thought he was his cheating nurse. with his yeah. nurse. And she's in scrubs, just in case it's not clear. Mm-hmm. And the wife comes in and she's like, I want to fix everything. And he's like, you do? Well, she's pregnant with twins. And then she's like, okay, we'll work through it. Which I'm also like, it sounds like he's moving on. It doesn't sound like he'll yeah. work through it. And then he goes, just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe that. I was just like, oh, wait, God. so this woman you keep bringing over, you are sleeping with her and she's got twins. And then Diane's just like, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. And I was like, oh, I know. God. Just if kidding. I'm the nurse, if I'm yeah. the nurse, you're getting sued for sexual harassment. <laughs> you're standing there talking about some, yeah, I knocked her up with twins to your wife. I mean, I'm in your house and so we've got questions there, but like, this is a lawsuit. It yeah. totally is. And oh she just goes God. along with it. Like, I think I would scream out like, no, I'm not. Like, it's like, <laughs> you can't just, how does she know what he's doing? And then he was like, not she's got say, a boyfriend. scream out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you'd be so shocked. And then like, she's, the, the wife is like, we'll work through that. And I'm like, it's too late. And then he says, they're kidding. And I'm like, do you know how long it would take me to come down from realizing that was a joke? Right. Like, I would be yeah. like, yeah. Oh, okay. Like I, I need to like process this, but she's just like, yay! And then they just hug and they're like, we're together. It's so funny. Okay, so later all the couples reunited in a ward gala where Patricia is being honored, and Diane, Patricia, and Angela are shocked when Sheila arrives and introduces Troy as her husband. I mean, I'm shocked too. The timeline. Same. The timeline is so because she didn't up. tell anybody. No, it's been like, because the, she's like my, Janet Jackson told us that she had this event coming up like shortly. Like it wasn't like a long mm-hmm. time. Ago. I think she actually said, and it was very wedged in the conversation. She was like, you guys have eight months to get your tickets or something like that. <laughs> oh my oh, God. When she's sitting on the husband's oh, lap. Yes, and I was yes, like, yes, why yes. did she name that specific amount of time? You're right. And then. Like, no, because that was when they that was when they first got to the cabin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking, why eight months? Because I thought, okay, someone's gonna have a baby, or like I thought That's something would I happen. Thought. Like, but no, it just was like so that they could justify Sheila getting married in that time, I guess. Um, Mike gets jealous, tries to reconcile once he sees Sheila with Troy, but Sheila tells him to enjoy his life with Trina. 
Patricia accepts her award and confesses her love for Gavin in her speech about love, respect, and trust. And that's I it. Mean, and then they all dance. What a outstanding movie. It what is a film. I yeah. twists loved and it. turns and honestly just that scene that dinner scene should win some sort of award i don't they I don't agree. give awards for scenes but it's it's perfect I it's agree. honestly so good and it it was like there's so many twists and turns i and just like with every movie we've watched i'm not bored at all during no, these movies i'm like i want to know what's going to happen i'm very invested in all the characters there's something shocking coming out of someone's mouth every 2 minutes so if yep. you look down <laughs> or look away you will miss something yep. good yep and it's just it's solid uh, so this was written by Tyler Perry, directed by Tyler Perry, released October 12th, 2007. Uh, Janet Jackson won an Outstanding Supporting Actress at the NAACP Image Awards. Oh. Also at the NAACP Image Awards, Tyler Perry was nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actor. Jill Scott was nominated <laughs> for Outstanding Actress. Jill Scott was also nominated for Best Actress at the BET Awards. Wow. wow. Now... Critically, and this is the theme here, the film was not well-received. It currently has a 48% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but I would say it's decent. One critic from The Hollywood Reporter wrote, none of these flaws will matter much to Perry's devoted audiences whose support has enabled him to virtually build a media empire. Sounds well, like this person is bitter. Exactly. Virtually like, built. Enabled? They were like, you oh dumbasses have been down the road this far. What's going to change? <laughs> oh wow. Well, of course, and this is how it always goes. Audiences like the film, for the most part, giving it a 78% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. And the film's budget was $15 million, and it grossed $55.2 million at the box office. I mean, I, I do feel like these reviews are so irrelevant to these movies. Yeah, they like, don't yeah, fucking 100%. matter. You cannot analyze these movies and compare them to anything. It's just people are having fun and they're liking it, and that's the answer. I think mm -hmm. it's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have a little trivia about this movie. This is an adaptation of Tyler Perry's play of the stage, same name, which debuted in 2004. So... That must have been a fun one. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be oh a fun God. It would be so much fun to see live, especially that. <laughs> I'll keep talking about the it till the day scene. I die. That dinner scene. Uh, the characters, Marcus, Angela, Patricia, and Gavin, weren't part of the stage play. Oh, so what? Ooh. There's only two That's couples? That's a big chunk of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense because at the end of the movie, Jill Scott has that big speech as if she's the main character of the movie. Mm, and now yeah. I understand that she must have been like the main character mm, in yes. the play yeah. and yeah. that was a holdover from it. Yeah, wow. so that makes sense. This is Tyler Perry's first self-directed dramatic role. Mm. And oh. a sequel was released on... April 2nd, 2010, which I'm I hope we going get to watch. To watch. Yeah. I'm going to watch Whether it. we have to or not, I'm <laughs> going to watch it. I will. Uh, Absolutely. Perry also created a comedy drama television series based upon the two films titled Tyler Perry's For Better or Worse. It, truly, it is like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, everything mm -hmm. is intertwined. Mm -hmm. The series stars uh, Michael Jai, I think I'm saying that right, White, and Tasha Smith, okay, as Marcus yeah. Angela. Oh. Okay, and it ran from 2011 to 2017 on TBS, seasons one and two. What? And, uh, on OWN for seasons three through six. Wow. Wait, whoa. that's like a huge run. And yes. Tasha Smith had a whole show. This is like, good. wow. I hope she's getting paid. She's oh my God. so good. Like, I she's really great. like her. I'm a Me fan. too. I thought yeah. she was hilarious. Um, that's amazing. See, this is crazy, though. Like, I there's truly, he has a, a spinoff for everything. There's a sequel... There's like 
10 other shows. I mean, he, he is making 10 shows at once. I think we found out last week that he like has made six TV series in quarantine. Like he yeah. has released Whoa. programs like fully. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's very, uh, he's, he's a talented he man. He moves very quickly. Whoa. Also, I really, I, I, I think I said this like in another episode, I really love, he mixes like stars with people that you just haven't heard of who are just yeah. as capable. Mm-hmm. That's a great yeah. point. That's such a great point because in what world, like, well, what's interesting is like, I can't imagine any other filmmaker um, giving Janet Jackson, who's, who's a huge star, a starring role in a movie. Mm-hmm. But in a Tyler right. Perry movie, it works so well because you get Janet freaking Jackson mm-hmm. and these other black actors that you kind of know their faces, but you don't ever see them in like big blockbuster movies. And so it's right. really, it's a really cool mix. I wonder if Jill Scott, cause she started in ladies detective agency. Uh, I wonder if that, came, that was like an HBO series. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that came after this. That's number one ladies detective agency. I want to know about the, the conversation around her gaining 30 pounds to make her head look the same as the suit. (laughs) (laughs) I just need to gain 30 pounds in my head. It's mostly going to be in my head. I I don't know how you control. (laughs) It's so wild. (laughs) That's so crazy. It is crazy. That's a lot of weight to gain just for your head to, to match. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not here for it. I wouldn't do it. No. It's a lot to ask of anyone. Yeah. Would you do that, Lauren? Me? Would you? Yeah. Would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me? No. No. <laughs> I don't think I would either. I'd be like, just tape some prosthetics to my chin. But see, the right? problem is like when, and I mean, I think like we, there's like so many examples of people wearing fat suits or whatever, where it's like, this is so fucked up. Like, it's just like, yeah. it's, it's like Gwyneth Paltrow in that movie, like shallow. Oh, yeah, shallow. Yeah. There's just so many examples of it just being weird. And like, I mean, ugh. It, it doesn't seem good. I got to say, my favorite example is Tyra Banks on her talk show, puts on a oh, bath suit, oh my gets God. on a stage yep. and goes, people were mean to me. Yeah. And I'm sorry, that, that whole look, like she goes on the street and people are like looking at her, I'm like, you look crazy. <laughs> you are clearly wearing prosthetics. Like you and don't look. followed by camera. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. That's why they're looking. People are going to yeah. look at you like it, it, this is absurd. I want to see a picture of her actually in that. <laughs> she was like, people didn't realize, people didn't treat me like the star Tyra Banks. You and have that to hurt my feelings. Google this right now because <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh my god! Oh my Jesus! Oh my god! <laughs> like yeah, oh. Tyra. And then it's yeah, really to come, funny to come out like oh you learned god. something is like just like okay. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> also, it's showing me a uh, Real Housewife Melissa yeah. Gorga. Gorga. I don't, wait, yes. Why is she in, in that? Suit? Why is she in this? What For is fun? This? I guess. Oh boy. And People I'm sorry. You're gonna ridiculous. get. You're gonna get looked at. That looks like not a person. Doctor Oz. The, oh my there's God. There's a Dr. Oz one as well. This oh is nuts. Okay, yeah, here's a Cosmopolitan article. Stop wearing fat suits to, quote, understand what it's like. Wait, <laughs> this is crazy. And there's like a woman. Because wasn't there a TV show that did this? Was there? Or something. Oh. It was something weird. Because I don't know what this is from this image, but that's so crazy. This is so funny. 
just the sheer amount of celebrities who've worn fat suits for no good reason. It, and it seems like it's always out of boredom. Oh my God, wait, yeah. do you remember this show? This just reminded me of the show Black White. I just Googled this. Do you remember yes. this? Yes. They oh. would have two, okay, so it's, I'm looking at the Wikipedia now to remember this. It was on FX and it was two families of three, one white family and one black family. And they would use, quote, studio quality makeup and trade races and experience yeah. what life was like in the family's shoes. This is so insane. It's so Wait a minute. <laughs> it's that's wild. So it's that's wait. Uh, I want to find photos of this, but of course Can I bet I you they're like scrubbed from the this? I want a season two so bad. Yeah. Well now I mean, can you imagine? Like this is so insane. So this wait. The show was produced oh and created God. by Ice Cube. I didn't realize that. <laughs> and RJ Cutler. And um, it ran for five weeks. Okay, the makeup is actually kind of impressive. Okay, it's wait, very good. <sighs> it's unavailable on Amazon. How do I get to watch this? I need to watch it again now. It's probably on YouTube, I bet. Oh, here we go. Ooh, okay. yes. Wow, the makeup is really good. Isn't it? I'm kind of shocked. I don't remember. Yeah. This is nuts. That's so crazy. Yeah, I want to rewatch that now. So that was from what, like over 10 years ago. I can't believe it. Crazy. I love how we've just we've just started Googling. Oh, yeah. We just, oh, yeah. The last 10 minutes are just us Googling and describing what we see. Oh, my God. Well, well, I think we've come to the end since we're just Googling. Uh, Lauren, even Ryan, though I'm having fun. Do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Lauren? Um, watch a black lady sketch show season two premiere on April 23rd on HBO and HBO max and listen to us on Smith sisters live on Friday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern 8 a.m. Pacific on radio Andy channel 102 on Sirius XM. And listen to my podcast spectacle and unscripted history of reality TV, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you both so much for being yes, here. This thank so you fun. so much. Thank you for having us. We have our five hallelujahs um, segment where we read five star reviews. <laughs> it really makes hallelujahs. me laugh. Hallelujahs. <laughs> okay, I know we're going to cover Medea Goes to Jail, but did you watch any of it? Oh my God, wait, I watched the whole thing because we were supposed to we were supposed yeah. to record the other day. So on my lunch break, I started it and Medea, when she's at court and she's like, sorry, like she just puts a T after every, like just normal words. <laughs> oh, I know. It made me laugh so hard. I find I it hilarious. Medea. And that movie also, which we'll get into, is so ridiculous because she doesn't go to jail till like the last 10 minutes. I was like, oh, go God. to jail. Isn't that what this is called? <laughs> go to oh. She eventually goes to jail. Should have been the title. <laughs> I thought all the comedy would be in jail, but we had to just see how she got there, which was mm. like, Really great. Okay, so this um, review comes from Mickey Loco, my favorite new podcast. I'm a huge Star Wars and Lord of the Rings fan, and this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I binged both seasons. I was crying almost every episode. I grew up with the show, so it's hilarious hearing perspectives from someone who has never seen it. <clears throat> oh, wait, I want to read this one, too. This one's from X Topher. If my calculations are correct, violently taps calculator. <laughs> Let's see. I should be giving this podcast $64 billion, $5,020.82 stars. But Apple only lets me give five. So here you go. That's from Medea uh, frantically yes. typing on her calculator, which we is the love funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, so yeah, write us more reviews because uh, we'll pick one to read and we'll be back next week with another great episode of one of 
God's angels. Tyler Perry's works. <laughs> See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. was a HeadGum original.